That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You are good timing with a good timing, buds. I'm Austin. And I'm Kevin. Welcome to the show. Hi, everybody. Hey, <laughs> it sounds like we've got another guest. This is Archie Bell from Houston, Texas. Yeah, damn right. And they're going to sing the Tighten Up. Is this old? Oh, yeah. Artwork looks old. It's old. It's groovy, though. I forget how much he talks, but he basically, the whole song is just him telling the rest of the band to tighten up. And then they just keep tightening up? Hey, drummer, let's tighten it up. Guitar, tighten up. Do they keep tightening up? Oh, yeah. And then it just fucking slaps? It just keeps getting a little bit better and a little bit better. A little bit tighter. Much like Joe Satriani. That's right. We went and saw G3, ladies and gentlemen. That is Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, and Eric Johnson. Three none of the of greatest their, guitar players to ever live. None of their names start with a G. Joe, you might think. No, it's a J. No. Yep. But together, G3. G3. And uh, it was an incredible night. <coughs> Bro, I thought we were on fucking Mount Basher after a fucking blizzard because they were fucking shredding. Oh, oh, you got that right. They, uh, for those of you who are interested, which is probably nobody who listens to this. Unless Tyler's listening, shout out T-Bag. That's true, shout out Tyler. There was, uh, <coughs> I'll just hit some of the highlights. So the whole show. So the show well, started. So the whole show. It was at the casino. Pretty small room, but big. Grand ballroom. It was a grand ballroom. It was still big, but Not like. Not that grand. It was honest. small. It was more like just a ballroom. I would describe it as like a ballroom. Yeah. Not that grand. It's a ballroom, though. But it was probably 100 yards by 50 yards. It was big. But, like, not huge. Like, to see, like, I, I leaned over and told you, like, you're not going to see the three best people in the world at anything in a venue that In a venue size. that small. I know. Ever. And for how popular the guitar is, it seems like it shouldn't be that way in a venue that small. Bro, we were at the far back, and we were, I could throw a baseball to the stage. It's like being at the back of the Million Midget March. It's a lot like being very close to the front. <coughs> exactly. Um, but they fucking shredded. And, bro, I was shocked. I was shocked that they brought out the... What's he called? The three-headed guitar? What's he the called? Hydra. The Hydra. The tripod or whatever? The Hydra? Yeah. They brought that out Act 1. Yeah. And he fucking... Steve I fucking shredded it. That's an incredible feat. Insane to and, watch him play three separate guitars, and the fact, basically. And the fact that he can do it live, like I get, yeah. like you record it, a video on YouTube, as many takes as you want. Yeah. And like I don't know, he might have been like I played sloppy or I fucked up a couple. It was insane. It was pure as fuck. Steve, I I've never heard him play that clean live. Now I've never seen him live personally, but I've seen a thousand live videos of him. And uh, he. Played new songs. He played some of his best songs, Tender Surrender. Tender Surrender, which for was... For the love of God. Which was frustrating because as soon as he started playing Tender Surrender, I was like, fuck, I know this song. Yeah. Which almost makes me consider it a song, but I'm going to call... I'm going to continue to call them musical pieces. Musical pieces is fine. Yeah, I'm going to call them musical pieces. But I played all the hits, but the point is he played... I mean, I know the notes in most of those songs. And he... No, I don't know how to play them like him. But, like, I know where all the notes are. I've listened to him a thousand times, and he nailed them all. I don't understand how Joe Satriani makes the guitar make that fucking sound. Where he just makes squeals. it go higher and higher and squeal. Yeah, like... You want... Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. 
So basically, is it just super whammy? And so the whammy bar is a floating. It's a floating whammy bar. Okay. So instead of just being able to be pulled forward and loosen the strings, it kind of floats there. You can bend it back, and that'll make the the tones get higher and higher and higher because the strings get stretched out. And so what you can do is you can either hit a natural harmonic, obviously. Your best ones are going to be at the fifth fret, seventh fret, twelfth fret. fret. Yep. You can get up to the higher frets, and then anyways. You work your way back down. There's also a thing called a pinched harmonic, also known as an artificial harmonic. And that's where you're on a certain point in the string, and the way that you strike it, you strike it with the pick, but then you hold your thumb in a certain way that it that it gets caught in that little pocket and makes that squealing sound. That's called a pinched harmonic, because you pinch it. And then once you get like a really high one of those, you could spin the whammy bar around to where it's facing away from you and push back on it. Sometimes they'll keep it forward and pull back on it, which tightens the string. So that can make that, what is already a high-pitched squeal, go into the stratosphere. It's wild the way he does it. He's he, really good at it. Dude, yeah. And then when they all jam together, Eric Johnson it should be thanking his lucky stars that he got invited on that tour. He did not play he, nearly as clean. His songs are weird. The Trail of Tears is weird. It is weird, and He's, his introduction to it was weird, but I like the This is for melody. all my native people. The Trail of Tears. Like, what the fuck, Especially because we're playing at a casino. Yeah, so. and the Trail of Tears is not, uh, those weren't happy tears, buddy. It's a um, fun song, though. And, yeah, he just wasn't as clean, and like he didn't blow my mind, but he shreds a guitar. Yeah, he plays a hell of a guitar. He played Cliffs of Dover, for anybody wondering. He also played Desert Rose, which I didn't expect. Yeah, um, that was out of left field. But he played some of his better songs. He played Righteous. Righteous is a good song. But, uh, <coughs> yeah, he, especially on Cliffs of Dover, and he did like his own little guitar solo, a lot of missed notes. He sounded off. And then... Satch the, sounded great as always. Oh, dude. Yeah. And then at the end, they brought out 77-year-old Sammy Hagar. Yeah. And he fucking killed it. To sing a Hendrix Foxy song, Lady. Foxy Lady. And he killed it. And he hit the high note at the end. It was yeah. damn impressive. He held it. He hit yeah. it and held it. Let's yeah. go. Shout out fucking Sammy Hagar. Shout dude. out the Sam, the Hegmeister. Fuck. Uh, Mr. Cabo Wabo himself. But it was a great show, and uh, I was thinking to myself as we were sitting there, because it was you, me, and Laura, and it's like, how else, in what other context, am I going to get either of these two to have to listen this closely to these guys for this amount of time? <laughs> There's no other chance no. that you guys would be that focused on what each song is. Yeah. And uh, and I still smile to myself. It's like, <laughs> Finally. Finally, they're getting. They are forced to listen to the things that I want to show people, but no one who's not a guitar player gives a shit about. They were, they were, um, so many like just guitar. I guess they're guitar fans or just fans of them, but they were like way more Joe Satriani fans than I thought there was in the world. Oh yeah, uh, they were fucking stoked to see him. Satch is awesome. He in a not a diverse crowd in like ethnicity. But in age yeah. and like, oh, there was a lot of Asians there. That's true. And Asian, Mexicans. There was a few Mexicans. Yeah, there was. I wouldn't say I saw no black people. There's a couple, probably. I'll take I'll take I didn't see yeah, them either. It was dark. It was dark. It was dark. But and I'm I sure don't there see was. color. But, <laughs> but 
there was like a old and young people, like a lot of each. Yeah, and what more was, than I thought. And what was fun for me is you'd walk around among the crowd, whether you're like going to the drinks line or going to the bathroom, or whatever, and. No, Every group you walked past, there was not nearly as many women as there were dudes, obviously. No, and most of the women that were there seemed like they were girlfriends or wives of people who wanted to go. Yeah. They would give it up that vibe. And every conversation you walk past, everybody's just talking guitar nerd shit. Yeah. And I both was like, these are my people, and also these are very much not my people. Yeah. Because they're my people in the guitar sense, but it was nerd level... They could have been talking about Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, that was probably the next conversation. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I still kind of want to play it. I know, I kind of do too. But I don't have... Just because... But here's the thing, like... The way anyone The the way to do it right, you have to do like the the gestalt of the game. Yeah, and I don't think we can do it in a day. From what I hear, I don't think you can do it in a day. Andy wanted to do it that way. Yeah, but I think it... Well, he wants to be a dungeon master. Oh, yeah. But, uh... I think it's a long, I think it's a long, I mean, you're... Yeah, they're called campaigns, I think, yeah. and they last, like, <laughs> some can last years, I don't know. With the boys? You're going to try to do that with the boys? That ain't happening. There's way too much narrative. <coughs> I'll tell you the one, sh- I'll give you the one chance that might happen, is if everybody dedicates to it week one of the football season, and we just do it on Sunday mornings when we're watching Red Zone. That's the only way anyone only would way. commit to that. And even yeah. then, it's like, well, I want to be watching football. Yeah. So I don't really want to be doing this. Yeah. But it does seem interesting. But it also seems interesting, like Settlers of Catan. Everybody played I've that I've never played that. I know. Neither have I, but everybody swears by I've it. I've played Risk. I always ask people, like, Risk, and they're like, <laughs> no. Magic the Gathering. The card game? Yeah, I know. A, I know a little bit about it, not that much. We played a good amount of Risk at Axis and Allies, though. Yeah, well, until we all were drunk and exhausted and tired of each other. Although yeah. Axis and Allies was fun because you had to talk in whatever accent. Yeah, that was classic. Country was that was fun. Uh, he always had to be Japan if he was playing. That's <laughs> the way it is, buddy. That's the way it is. We don't make the rules. I don't feel right. I don't, that's cultural appropriation. You're going to be Japan. It's not my fault they're the worst country to be. You're going to be it. I don't know if they're even the worst country. I don't know if we ever played it long enough into that game to really grasp the rules before Devin just beat us. And then it was like six months before we play again. Yeah. Like sick. But <laughs> only, I think only Devin kind of knows the rules. None of us have any idea what's going on. No. We would just sit at the pink taco and make mixed drinks or have beer and just smoke cigarettes in the living room. Yeah. The pool table room. No, we played in the living room. Oh, yeah, because the pool table was in the pool table room. <laughs> that was a... Ooh, that was a sweet house. Fluff was driving by it today. Shout out to Fluff. Shout out, Fluff. Did you get that snap? Checking out the pink taco. I don't know. I didn't check much snap, but probably. Okay. Shout I wanted... out the pink taco, dude. Shout out Corvegas. Yeah, I want to turn off my notifications for Snapchat because it keeps... I never that's send I, anything with I, Snapchat. That's what I've, I don't have notifications on a lot of my apps that yeah. just annoy me. <coughs> I know, I've turned off any social media apps or notifications. Snapchat notifications are on. That's social meds, bud. I turned off that's my... That's the social meds. I turned off my just text message notification for a while, but then... 
things start to become time sensitive and it's like fine i'll just put up with pop-up coming up every however long it's been a while since we podcasted did they solve all those problems back in the middle east yet it's been a week yeah i know but like did they solve that oh yeah i think so i thought it's all good i think it's all good i haven't heard about it for a while so i haven't heard about it for a while either um, it must be good <laughs> there's this one girl i'm gonna say who it is but you know who it is a certain person's sister Okay. Who got real, uh, got real lefty and, uh, in like a really annoying kind of way. Yeah, like a lefty? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, like I, I remember. Le- a real lefty is annoying. The worst. You're annoying. Super annoying. And self-righteous. Yeah. And probably post and don't actually do anything. Probably a fucking loser. Well, she's a college student, so it all, it all tracks. I don't pencils. But, uh. I remember, so just the other day she posted, like, uh, it's been 109 days or something, and we will not stop talking about it. Like, we, the only thing we can do is keep talking about it. That's what keeps it, you know, relevant and all that. And we will never stop. And uh, I went, I remember seeing that exact same thing when George Floyd died from you about how you'll never stop talking about it. I haven't heard shit about that in a while. I haven't heard it. And so I like... It's like... Uh, Must we all forget George Floyd, ladies and gentlemen? Who? Hmm? And, uh... But I like the the commitment of we will never stop, knowing full well they're gonna stop. The only thing we will never stop talking about and never forget... Is the beefs? 9-11. Okay. Because it's that's like 9-11, never forget. True that. You'll never... Like, that's 9-11. You can't black out on a September 11th. No, because you'll never forget... I always keep remembering 9-11. Yeah. And that's how I keep it fresh. Like Subway. Yeah. Jared Vogel. Yeah. That guy's a terrorist. Did you hear what so Todd Bowles said to the reporter? About, uh... Black hit coaches. Oh, no. So, she asked him what he thought about the success of the Texans head coach or whatever, because he's black. He was like, yeah, he had a great season. He was like, I got a lot of coach... I don't... He, this, he said more than this, but I'm going to hit the notes. He's like, I got a lot of friends in this league that are coaches that are white. I got a lot of friends in this league that are coaches that are black. I got some Asian. And then she was like, but don't you think it's good for, like, representation so that those people see people like you and have someone to look up to? And he was like, I think you just saying those people have someone like you to look up to is already, like, dividing us as people. And he's like, as soon as you guys stop paying attention to it, I think everyone can stop paying attention to it. Because as soon as you acknowledge that someone's black, you're automatically like ed- ex- acknowledging that they're different than you. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, fuck yeah, Todd Fuck Bulls. yeah. Let's go. People are starting to say more, I've noticed. <coughs> uh, like, have you heard all the stuff like with Dana White? Yeah. And uh, whichever fighter that was, Sean, Sean Strickland. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's calling, uh, what was he call- who was he calling pussies? Sean Strickland? Yeah, he called somebody pussies. Transgender or something gay like man that. or something. Yeah. I was like, you're a fucking... No, he called Justin Trudeau a pussy. Yeah. Which tracks. Yeah. And then Pencil. recently they asked Dana White, like, I know that you keep a pretty, you know, long leash on your guys, and but, like, what do you think about the fact? And he goes, whoa, whoa hold on. What leash? <laughs> what leash? I don't keep a fucking leash on anybody. I believe in free speech. <laughs> Everybody has the right to say exactly whatever they want. Yeah. I don't keep a leash on anybody. 
Yeah. I'm not going to put a grown man, grown man on a leash. Because that's freedom. That's free speech. Not to mention they're fighters. What kind of leash? Like, what do you mean? It's awesome. But, yeah, I love the way he answered that. And so that's that's been fun to see, and I think he's coming back in a big way. And uh, Well, you hear what's going on with Texas. Uh-uh. Whenever anything bad is going on, you can always count on Texas. They're like, uh, the federal agents are like requiring they take the barbed wire off their fence or something like they v- less at the border. the border. Yeah. And Texas is like, fuck you. Nice. And the federal, the feds are like, well, you have this many days to do it. And then what we're going to take action or whatever. However, federal agents talk. Yeah. And Texas was just like, fuck you. And then now like a bunch of the Southern states are like rallying behind Texas. Nice. And they're like, nah, fuck you. We, we want a secure border. I, so I haven't paid attention to any news in the last few months, and so I just hear like this is all Twitter and Instagram, by the way. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I know you don't listen to, the, but <laughs> yeah, like I know, but just take what I'm saying yeah. with that information in there. <laughs> yeah, keep that in mind as we continue to speculate. <laughs> but uh, I just haven't been paying attention to it. But I do feel like everybody. I I feel like the tide's starting to turn because based on what you said about Texas. Dana White in one of the biggest sports. And uh, just the general vibe is that people are starting to be like, the going's we on. have freedom. We're going to exercise it. Yes. Something that doesn't get exercised dies. And so they're like, we're going to exercise our freedom yes. everywhere we can. And I think that's coming back in a big way, which means the government is going to try to clamp its hand down harder, but it can't defeat the people. There's enough. We, the people. I feel like there's enough people now with enough money. Yeah. That aren't a part of the system. Yeah. And they're like, look, we kind of we kind of have enough money to fuck you right now. Yeah. Quit doing what you're doing. Elon Musk, Dana White, Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, they all just have insane amounts of money. And there's other there's people even wealthier than that that we don't even know. But like, yeah, yeah there's enough money in the public, I think, of when I say the public, not in the political Medicare fucking all that po- political bullshit that we might have enough power. Like, dude, I don't, I don't know if there's a greater endorsement for Trump than every person who is of the establishment doesn't want him to be president. Yeah. Nothing makes me more intrigued by that than that. Me too. Than that alone. Yeah. It's how they're like and he's how a danger. Hard they're coming at he's it. like they're a da- he's a danger to democracy, and I'm seeing what they're doing, and I'm like, we this isn't a democracy anymore. Yeah. What the fuck? He was I was good when he was in there. Yeah. Like it really was. It was a lot of arguing on Twitter, but the economy was good, jobs were good, the board was good. I think it, people's. Uh, just general feeling outside of the people who really hate Donald Trump. I think most people felt pretty good. <clears throat> I know, and like I get, I get why those people hate him, because they think, like there was a black guy. I, I again, I just saw this on Instagram, so I don't know who it was, but he was talking about how he was talking to Andrew Tate about how Trump's racist and like he just whatever. And Andrew Tate was like, "Where did he say that?" And they're like, oh, people write articles all the time. He's like, oh, I know people write articles. Yeah. Like, find a video, find something, find a way to prove that he ever said anything like that. And he's like, I can't. And he's, he's like, yeah. And then he also, and then he texts Andrew Tate back. He's like, well, he's never like denounced racism or like any of that stuff. And yeah, then yeah. Andrew Tate sent him like six straight videos of Donald Trump denouncing the KKK and like all that like racial, white supremacy, racist bullshit. Yeah. And it's like, that's. 
he there's a clip going around of him on The Apprentice, and he asked one of the guys like, "Are you gay?" And the guy was like, "Yeah." And I was waiting obviously for Donald Trump. He's like, mm, "You're fired." He didn't do anything. He was yeah. like, "Oh, that's fine." Like he didn't say that's fine, but he just was like, "Okay," and went about his like he doesn't give a fuck. He's not. I think he just cares about making money and winning. That it doesn't really matter what anybody's persuasion is because he's like, I don't give a fuck. First of all, why would I care about you? I literally only care about me. Mm -hmm. So first of all, why would I give a fuck? Second of all, I've got way bigger things to worry about than who you are into. Donald Trump is too busy worrying about himself to give a fuck what color you even are. Yeah. He probably barely sees anybody else as a person. So like, he doesn't give a fuck. And that's fine with me. Me too. I... As long as he treats all people that way, it's like, yeah, well. If you can run the country like actually well and not with all of this. And like it doesn't have to be Donald Trump. It doesn't have to be. But who they're they're not providing me anybody else. No. So I don't know what to do. Heard DeSantis is out. Yeah, everybody's out. DeSantis flit. Like he he was great when he was the governor of Florida Florida, and fucking flamed out hard. He's out immediately. He went from being like a pretty cool guy with what I thought was some swagger to a complete, just boring, empty smile. Well, there's only one outcome, and it's Biden Trump 2024. And I do not see how Trump doesn't win in a landslide. I don't see how it's not potentially the biggest win of all time. I'll be surprised if Biden gets a vote. Yeah. (laughs) But, like, what's crazy is, let's say he wins. And things go the way that they very well might, which is good. Uh, where does that put him on, like, all-time Mount great Rushmore? It yeah. puts him literally, he replaces that George Washington bitch ass. Yeah. No, who's on, who's on, it's Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Jackson? All right, Jackson's gone. I don't know shit about Andrew Jackson. He's gone. He's Trump's a good American. Him. Obviously, he was the president, but, well, means less now. Unfortunately, that's actually a pretty sad truth. Yeah. They're like, if you were like an old president, you're like, that's a good American. Yeah. But then if you're from like probably the 70s on, it's like, eh, was he? Yeah. Like JFK probably was. He got shot. Well, that was the 60s. But Ronald Reagan, was he a good guy? Was he a good Everybody American? swears by him. Yeah, I... he started the war on drugs. Fuck him. That's as fucking dictatorship as well, it gets, in yeah. my opinion. I mean, technically, Nixon really started it, mm, but Nixon's Ronald Reagan was also very... Yeah. It was the just-say-no yeah. years. But uh, but think about this. So Donald Trump runs originally basically as a fucking... Dude, Donald Trump could fucking do a brisk walk into the White House right <laughs> yeah, now, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, he ran originally because Barack Obama was talking shit. Yeah. Which is excellent. Did a pretty good job. Got all the way to election day. Beat out everybody else by just shitting on them and giving them nicknames. Is given Hillary is given a ninety nine percent chance to win. Donald Trump wins. Wins. People freak the fuck out. And during the next four years, the first two were rough just yeah. because it, it, everybody was still in shock. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck is going on? But in the totality, pretty good. And his last year was with COVID. Yeah, that fucks things true. Up. But uh, but I mean, obviously the media... and now now they come out and say all their findings were well. The six feet thing just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, like, well, oh. we just made that number up. So, the media just loses their minds and are trying to do everything they can to take him down. 
not and not just politically, but like character wise. Yeah. And he They just, can't take him down politically. No. They they only have character and like whatever the lawsuits are. But it's like, bitch, if you want to dig through his entire history to find lawsuits, let's go with Obama. Let's go with Clinton. Yeah. Let's go with Bush. Let's go with the double standard. Let's go with every president then if we're gonna go through it with a fine tooth comb because all those guys are doing the same shit. You're not supposed to get into politics and get wealthy. Yeah. That's not how that's supposed to work. Yeah. Either go for everybody or go for nobody. Yeah. On certain things. I mean, there's obviously some things, but everything that he's done, I've heard, is basically like you could bust any of the previous presidents on the exact same thing. Yeah. But, so, he just got shit on for four years while just fucking trudging through it. And then COVID happens. He loses the election of Joe Biden, allegedly. And, you have uh, to say that for legal you purposes. You gotta say that for legal purposes. <laughs> the January 6th riot happens. Obviously. But, USA. like, there are a lot of conspiracy theories about it. Government agents uh, being involved, agent raconteurs, or whatever whatever they call Dude, them. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, what if they take that all the way to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court finds out some shit that they don't want them to find out? Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's this? What's going on here in Minneapolis? What's going on here in Portland? What's going on in all these riot cities? Yeah. Are you guys instigating these as well? Oh, it turns out you might be. Yeah. Ooh. And odds are high of that. FBI? No, pretty, yeah. No. Yo, I think the odds are pretty high of They're that. They're high of uh, January 6th. I mean, yeah. No, I... I mm, Portland could I be self-generated. I don't like when Alex Jones is right about something. Because... I do. It makes me happy. I know, but then you know what happens. Yeah. You start to question everything. I know it. And like... I I trust almost everybody I meet on the street more than I should. I'm a very trusting person in general. It's just my nature. I don't trust anything the government is ever telling me. No. Ever. I Because I see that education sucks. I see that the roads suck. I see that, like, our infrastructure sucks. I see that the middle class is dead and dying and, every like, the economy sucks. Yeah. And they're trying to tell me that it's great. And it's like, no, you're lying. It's the same as the fiery but mostly peaceful protests with the fire actually behind the guy. Yeah. It's like, you guys are telling us stuff that we with our own eyes can see is not, not true. Not true. Like, COVID and Trump were two huge things that fully exposed Everything. pretty much everybody. Yeah. Now, here's the thing about Donald Trump and lying. Like, we know the regular politicians are lying to us. We know Donald Trump is lying. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's lying about stuff that just makes him look good. Yeah. But I believe him. He I believe is, that he is telling the telling truth. He's telling me he's 6'5", 230 when he's like 6'3", 260. Yeah. I don't care if he lies about that. No. I don't care what his driver's license says. You know what he's not doing? He's not starting wars. Yeah. He's the only president in like the last 40 years to not start a war. Yeah. <clears throat> they were signing peace treaties all over the world when Donald Trump was president. People were like, that's because he's crazy and he's in control of the nukes. It's like, where is it? Because he's literally one of the best businessmen of our lifetime. Put a businessman in charge to run the country like a business for a little bit. Yeah, and he's one of the few guys who can stand up to dictators. And Partially because he also doesn't off. give a fuck who they are. Yeah, I don't know. Do you know who I am? Okay. I'm leading the conversation. I'm Donald Trump. Yeah. And whether or not that means anything to you, it doesn't matter because it means everything to him. He's a fucking boss, dude. He is. He's a fucking boss. That guy, Ricky Bobby's, wakes up in the morning and pisses Excellent. excellence. Dude, like. And, okay, so he leaves office. 
Joe Biden gets in. We've got two major, major wars going on right now. Yeah. Like, that we are and now having to spend is, a bunch of money the on. The economy's in the shit. Gas prices this high almost bankrupted Americans. Yeah. That was absurd. And things have just gotten worse and worse. And here's where the arc of the story. So Donald Trump wins, surprises everybody, gets shit on, loses the next election. Country also loses. And then all of a sudden he's running again, and now it's looking like he's really going to win big. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. Garfield? Is that Garfield? Andrew Garfield? Garfield the president. I don't know his first name. Andrew Garfield? Yep. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Checks out. But didn't he win and then lose and then become president again? Yeah. Him or, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah, okay. So, yes, so he did it too. Jamie, look that up just to be sure. And, I mean, you know, historical records, I have no idea, but, like, you're not going to get another character like Donald Trump. Here's the other thing. The media, and this is a completely different landscape in that everything is so widespread that it's not just, like, people that you kind of know and then you read letters that people are really talking shit about you. It's widespread, it's worldwide, it's way bigger now, and way more, and, like, the government was the government back then. The government now is filled with so much stupid fucking administrators and bureaucracy and red tape that that entire, the amount that it grew from probably what it was in Andrew Garfield's day has got to be increased a thousandfold. Yeah. And all of those people are still attempting to take down one man yeah. with everything they got, and it isn't working. I kind it's of, insane to watch. I kind of feel like, and I might be wrong, it might be a different president, but I kind of feel like Andrew Garfield didn't do two consecutive terms because he went back into the Army. Pretty balling. I kind of, but that, was that Roosevelt? Roosevelt did it. I no, Did he, he leave the president? Oh, I can't remember. But he definitely went back into the war. Yeah, maybe, it was, maybe it's him I'm thinking of then. I don't, I don't know much about Andrew Garfield. Me you know, I just know that he was a president twice, but not consecutively. I thought I knew quite a bit about Teddy Roosevelt because I'd read a couple books, and I don't even remember if he served consecutive terms. Uh, he, he definitely did. Dirt, otherwise, he would be on the list. Dirt from Dirt and Sprague uh-huh. named his kid Theodore Milton Sprague, or Johnson. They call him Teddy Ball Games. Teddy Ball <laughs> Teddy Ball Games. Let's go, nice. dude. Strong. That's what they refer to him as on the radio show. Teddy Boggin. That seems like a sweet gig to have. But, uh, so no, I've not been paying attention to a lot of politics, but it does seem like things are going a certain way. Politics are just a bummer these days. I know. And I just, I eventually just, I just couldn't take it anymore and I just shut it off. Like, at some point, it just went from voting locally to voting for the president. Yeah. It's like the president can't do that. Yeah. The president can't get the whole country what they need. Think globally. Act locally. Act locally. Exactly. What that means is you think about the world, and in order to make the world a better place, you got to focus on one part at a time, and the only part that you can affect is your community. It's like cleaning your house. You can't clean the whole house at once. You got to go room by room. And you got to think. Look, and eventually you clean every single room. Boom. You got a clean house. So you got to think locally. Dream 
globally. Something like that. Something along those lines. Austin's getting something to drink, but it's not a cocktail because he's doing dry January like a idiot. <sighs> he did reveal to me today, though, that he's never made it the full month. I tried to get him to have a beer today, January 31st, on the podcast, uh, but he declined. And I was like, come on, it's like basically the same thing. He's like, no, I've never made it. And I was like, fucking why start now then, buddy? Let's have a drink. What as are we he, on here? As he comes back without a drink. Oh, do you need one? No, dry January. I hear you. And now you're a loser. Yeah. Because you set goals and fucking reach them. Like That's a, what I do. Like a fucking idiot. Here for the debuts. Like, That's yeah, all I'm here for. Just some sort of fucking good for nothing ne'er do well. Yes, sir. So we got the boys coming into town. Oh, and it's going to be a rip roaring good time. You we guys got... are golfing Friday? Yeah, yeah, because we're going to waste management Saturday. So we were golfing Friday. I should probably let work know. Um, probably. Probably. But we got Pedro, the H-bomb, dude, coming to town. Buzz. Shout out him if he's listening, Buzz. Buzz. Hurricane. Hey, Hurricane. If he's listening, I doubt it. But if he is, good on you, Jerb. That's a lot of nicknames. Uh, we got Ian, a.k.a. Fourth, Fourth Meal, coming to town. We got Fluff, a.k.a. Dead Man Walking. Yeah. I mean, Lucas, if you wanted his biblical name. It's a lot like when... And Phil. Don't forget our boy Phil. Phil. It's a lot like when Tony gets called Anthony by like his parents, and you go, who? Or Aunt. Same thing happens yeah. when Hadley talks about Fluff, and she says Lucas, and you go, who? You know what? You will never. Uh, you'll be confused for your entire life if somebody goes, "Hey, you heard anything from Alex lately?" And you're like, "Who? You know who I'm talking about?" Hold on. Oh, Barzy. Yeah, it's like fuck you. Who? What? No, that's Barzy, and that will always be Barzy, and that's only Barzy. Yeah. That is that only did take me. Bar- it takes a minute. If yeah. somebody calls him Alex, it's like I don't even know that many Alexes. I know a few. Actually, shit, Rick. Amaral, shout out. But yeah, uh, there are a couple people where that is just, I'm good. There's a lot of people where it's just like, for the record, Devin somehow came back into being Devin <coughs> because in high school, he was Hudnall. I call pretty him pretty much. I call him Devin, Hudnall, Studnall, or Draven. Yeah. I like call him Drave. What's up, Drave? He's studnal in my phone, but I would never call him that. He's studnal number. Th- I only do that over text when I'm insulting him. Um, but he's on my in my phone. I have studnal, studnal number two, yep. and studnal number three. Currently, he's on studnal number three. As if we need more than one. No kidding. Thank God they're not planning on reproducing. Oh boy. Woo! Shout out Devin and Allie if you're listening. If <laughs> if Devin thinks his cat hates him. Yeah. <laughs> Until he meets his kid. <laughs> You think you ate it now? Wait till you drive it. That would be, uh... When's Devin going to get that little snip? I assume six months after it's too late. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I've got... What's that? It's the group. Okay. Take my ringers on. But, uh... Go ahead and set it over there where it can also make noise. Well, actually, 
But yeah, no, Devin is uh, dead man walking. No, that's Fluff. Fluff. Fluff Devin does not walking. need to be a father. No, but he's still dead man walking. Well, he's, yeah. Due to his choices. God, I hated it when he was telling me that he hated football when we were watching the game. Yeah. I was like, Devin, these have been two fucking fantastic games. The only reason you hate them is because they are not going the way you thought they were going to go. Because you got money on the game. Because you have money on the game. These have been two fantastic games. Yeah. Like, you're upset at yourself for gambling. You're not, uh, like, the... It's now, like, do you like football or do you like gambling? It's like, if you yeah. like football, these are great games. These are great games. And it's like, I get the Niner game was not... The Niner game was not great, if you're not a Niners fan, because the first half sucked. It was just the Lions. But, I mean, you got the It got pretty of, good by the end. Like, yeah, the second half but was But the second fun. half, the Lions couldn't do anything. Yeah. And the Niners just dominated. But as a whole game, it was wild and entertaining. Yeah. I was pretty drunk. By Pressure the was mounting, yeah. Yeah. Got away from me a little bit on that one. But, well, I was drinking for the first game in anticipation. Obviously. And then the first half, I was drinking out of desperation and sadness. Yeah. And, like, what it is was happening? 7-24. And then in the second half, I was drinking in joy. Yep. And then we won, and I was drunk. Crazy how that happens. Yep. Fucking Devinson and fucking Steelers text. Nice. <clears throat> I need this is this is why I need the Niners to win the Super Bowl. Because if they lost again, I personally mm-hmm. I'll be fine. I'm not yeah. that emotionally invested in the Niners. They're paid to be there. This is a fun team. A lot of good players. I would like I would be happy to see the veterans on this team win a Super Bowl. Yeah. But if they lost, I would be like, good season. It's not like the Beavs. I no. never want to see the Beavs lose. Even if the Niners would have lost to the Lions, I would have preferred they not get shit on. Yeah. But I would have been so happy for the Lions. Yeah. And I would have been so excited to root for the Lions in the Super Bowl. Yeah. But fucking Devin and Tony and all those fucking Dan. Well, kind of Dan, but not really Dan because theirs was three years after ours. But like all of their, you haven't won a Super Bowl since the 90s. It's like, bitch, we keep going, though. Yeah. We just can't fucking win them. Yeah. I mean, the Cowboys can't get anywhere near it, so. Yeah. And the Seahawks haven't sniffed a Super Bowl except for the two they got with Wilson. Which yeah. Which they got two, and yeah. they got one of them. They won one of them, luckily. Yeah. But they've been to three since we've been to one because they also played the Steelers. Or oh, they've yeah. been to three. No, because this will be our third. We're fine. We're fine on going. We just got to fucking win one. Yeah. This Chiefs team... C- could be got. Here's the thing. Good news for you. I'm going to be rooting for the Niners. I mean, at this point, unless you're a Chiefs fan. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people hate Brock Purdy, and I don't really get it. It's like, okay, if you think all of his weapons are good, but, like, he's still playing good football. Two come from behind victories? I think it's because of his face. It doesn't it's help. It's not the look of a killer. And so it feels it's more like it's we, happening to him. It's a look he's of, making it's, it happen. He's Michael Sarah, and like yeah. everything is happening, and he just keeps stumbling into the right place, and like good things are happening to him. He's like that meme of Michael Scott with his old boss, and he's doing that kind but of like, smile, like he's guilty of something. You're not. I'm sure our fucking uh, algorithm the algorithm is very different on football, so I get a lot more 49er stuff than you. But have you ever seen like the like swag? Brock Purdy from when he was at Iowa State. I feel like I've seen at least a picture, too. Like, he'll just, like, there's a gif of him, like, spinning around and the sunglasses just drop on his face. He's just got a big old grin. 
Nice. And then, like, sunglasses on his head, not, like, the animated ones. And mm. he just grins. And then there's one where he's just, like, dancing in the locker room and, like, getting after it. And I think he just... He just makes... Like, he was running around making plays with his legs last week. Yeah. The guy just makes plays. He's a playmaker. And he's got a good team around him, so... Here's the thing. Let's go. If football's scripted, though, Chiefs got to win it. Even if it's not scripted, they have the they have Tom Brady. They, they have, have Tom a be- Brady. They have better Tom Brady. Honestly, they have more talented Tom Brady. Yeah. Seemingly. I mean, every year he's been in the league, they've gone to the AFC Championship. Four of them, they've gone to Super Bowls. Yeah. He's already two and one. This will be his fourth Super Bowl. Yeah. So, and yeah, he could play in the league. For a long, long time. A long time. Yeah. So. Brett, he's Brett Favre. He could play with Brett Favre's longevity. Yeah. It, he could have the most insane. The only hope we have is Andy Reid is old and he's got to retire soon. Yeah. If they win the Super Bowl this year, he might dip out. Yeah. He's had a good run, but I'd hate to see him leave. Me too, but I would at least. He's had a good walk. At least we'd have. <laughs> at least we'd be like, all right. They lost Andy Reid, at least. Yeah. Maybe we could beat him. Maybe. Maybe we could beat him. I just... Patrick Mahomes we never, always makes the play. I know. It's insane. It's insane. It it's, is. It's insane. And the 49ers defense better play better than they did against the Lions. No shit. And the Packers, really. Yeah. So... Can't spot the Chiefs 17 points and think you're going to win. No. That's not... So that's going to be, I mean, it's going to be a great Super Bowl, I think. Yeah. But before that, we got all the boys coming to town. True that. Which is what we're talking about. We got a Plant Fluff's bachelor party. Yep. Ooh, ooh. Play a little golf. A little golf. Ooh. Ian and Fluff are staying here. Okay. Because Hayden and Phil are staying at Hairballs. Okay. <laughs> a little wee golf tourney. Ooh. I'm in. A little wee golf Sports tourney, maybe? Ooh, even better. I like it. I can get into that. A little Mario Kart action. Ooh. It's going to be tough to convince Ian to have fun, but if we get a couple drinks in him. True that. Not too many. Not too many. Nothing but a, crazy. But a couple drinks, he might be. He Just got to get him in that sweet spot. He might be looking to get those grid end muscles going. Oh, I think he would. It's next weekend. That's Thursday. Yeah, that's yeah. a week from tomorrow. Fuck it. Jesus. It comes at you fast when you're having fun. It does come at you fast. And it's just such a packed weekend because the boys are in town. It's Waste Management Open, and it's the Super Bowl. Thursday through Sunday. It's a lot of events. Thursday through Sunday, booked. Yeah. Booked. Yeah. But I'd finagle a little weed tournament. Dude, you guys are going to get smoked. And there's no I in weed. There's two. Not if you spell it right. Well, if you spell it like the Nintendo game. I'm trying not to, though, because there is no I in Wii. There's two. No. You're a Wii tard. <laughs> Wii go, please. Dude, Nailed it. You are walking on thin ice, Nailed pal. it. Nailed it. On this podcast? Oh, yeah. It's all right. We got one next to us. That's true. Sleeping on the amplifier like always. Sleeping yep. on the job. Cat tar. 
We dive off into cat dog far too often on this show. It does. It comes uh, up far too often. Nickelodeon cartoons come up far too often for people. That's that, true. For people that literally never watch them anymore. SpongeBob. SpongeBob. Yeah. SpongeBob strong. Do you think SpongeBob's the number one cartoon? Do you think you would rank that like the number one cartoon? No, and here's why: the first three seasons, all killer, no filler. Pretty much after that, pretty much after the movie, everything sucked. Yeah, but they also have the movie. True that. I hate the art. Like, Rugrats has a bunch of movies, and Rugrats was great, but Rugrats is not Spongebob. Rugrats in Paris? Chuck E. Chan? But it's not Spongebob. It's not... It doesn't give Are we you... talking kids' cartoons, obviously, not like The Simpsons? Because The Simpsons is obviously number one, if we're including more adult... I'm talking straight kids' cartoons. You think Simpsons beats out Spongebob? 100%. Spongebob had three good seasons. The Simpsons had well, a thousand yeah, good seasons. that's true. And it makes you laugh. Spongebob will fucking get you sometimes, It will, 100%. Dude. It will fucking sneak up and get you. Not once I shift into maximum, maximum overdrive. overdrive. Are you feeling it now, Mr. Mr. Krabs? I said, I guess you're going to miss the panty raid. <laughs> You're talking about girls, right? Yeah. <laughs> girls, girls. Yeah. yeah. And you're talking about stealing their underpants. Oh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Find me that on The Simpsons. That's a strong show. Find me that on The Simpsons, it's I dare you. a strong you. show. The Simpsons is better, but that yeah. is a strong All right, show. Strictly kids cartoons. Okay. Rocket Power was pretty good. Rocket Power was sweet, but Rocket Power is not nearly as memorable to no. me as SpongeBob. I wouldn't watch Rocket Power now. If we had SpongeBob, I would watch SpongeBob. I mean, as long as the I feel like ones, I feel like Hey Arnold is more familiar to me. Cat Dog is more familiar to yeah. me. Yeah, Dexter's Laboratory. Dexter's Laboratory. Ooh, Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron is a good. That's a great. It started with a good movie. And then became a good show. Yeah. Jimmy Neutron's really good. Yeah. Carl. Sheen. <laughs> yeah, no, Jimmy Neutron is a solid, solid-ass show. That's a great cart. That's a great children's cartoon. It's a great cartoon. Fairly Odd Parents. Dinkelberg. <laughs> Fairly Odd Parents. <laughs> Forgot about the teacher. He's always trying to get him. Always trying to get him. That's a good program. That's a good program. Johnny Bravo, obviously. I feel like, what is it, like 15 episodes of Johnny Bravo? No, was, there's probably like 60, but it feels like there's 15. Were they very, were they short? I feel like Johnny Bravo was like a short I feel like it was bit. just a 15 minute show. Yeah. And then there was always a second, second 15 minute thing, but it was like. Two Stupid Dogs. Or, or yeah, Two Angry uh, Beavers. Two Angry Beavers. What was that one show in uh, Secret Squirrel? Mm. But Two Angry Beavers, that's pretty good. We watched that yeah. not that long ago. And it held up. It did hold up. It was a solid little program. But I mean, in terms of kids' cartoons that I'd watch, I'd probably like still give a watch now. SpongeBob. Easy. 
I bet Jimmy Neutron holds I up. I bet. Well, the movie does. The movie, so yeah. I guarantee the show does. Because it's got the dad and it's got Carl and, <laughs> and Sheen. It's got Sheen. Yeah. And it's got the blonde girl, Cindy. Cindy. So, yeah, that's going to be good. Yeah. And it's got Goddard. Yeah. And it's got the mom. Which, yeah. The sweet hair. Everybody in that show's got sweet hair. Yeah, obviously. So, those are probably the top two programs, but like. When I was a kid, Rugrats. Yeah. Rugrats went a long way. That Ed and Eddie? Did that do it for you? I liked it. Me too. I always had trouble with the animation. Cartoon Network. The animation made me Cartoon angry. Network was rough around the edges on a lot of stuff for Which me. Which I like. Other than like but Dexter's I don't like the Laboratory. Art. Yeah, Dexter's Laboratory was fun. Uh, Dude, Disney Channel pretty much sucked. It's a couple good movies on there. Yeah, but like... For the most part, their shows were all like yeah. Hannah Montana. That's so Raven. Zach and Cody. That's so Raven. Sometimes I do things and I think to myself, "That's so Raven." <laughs> Sometimes I do things to myself and I go, "Well, that wasn't very Raven." <laughs> <laughs> what else? They had the Proud Family. Yeah, that was a cartoon. That was. I'm pretty sure I had a good theme song. My cousins really liked it. Did they have Sister Sister? Or was that ABC Family? No, I think they had Sister Sister. Now, these are not cartoons, oh, but it was a Disney Channel. Smart. That's what I'm saying. All their shit was, like, live action. Yeah. They, they had come possible, I think. Yeah. I mean, Did it they? had to have been, because it's not on Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. I, I would have watched it more. Okay, yeah, that's, yeah, okay. Could possible was all right. It was all right. It wasn't very funny. Ron was kind of funny, but yeah. it wasn't that Naked funny. Naked Mole Rat. I didn't like it. Uh... Keenan and Kel. That was a good show. I never watched that one. I mean, I never watched it a ton, but I know that he liked his orange soda. Yeah. They had a bunch of catchphrases that I know, but I never saw it, just because they were kind of everywhere. Howdy. Welcome to Good Burger. Welcome to Good Burger. Can I take your order? Isn't that a movie? Yeah. Was but it it's Keenan and Kel. Was it a spinoff movie? Or was that I think it was a spinoff movie. movie. It was, the, was it called The Amanda Show? The Amanda Show, all that. All, um, oh, I think the Amanda Show was a part of all that. Is that right? Or maybe it was a spinoff. I don't mean that. Ooh, is that what was show? What channel was that on? History? Nickelodeon, I think. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this. I think this was more like on PBS. But do you remember a show called Zoom? Yeah. With the kids singing and dancing and playing and having fun? No, they would do, like, experiments. Oh, yeah, but they... Yeah. Remember that show? I don't remember a lot about it, but I can remember the set. It was just, like, a big black set. It's very colorful, and the letters were, like... Zoom. Yeah, but they were, like, uh... The Z was, like, a fucking rhombus. Like, a diamond, diamond, diamond. They were, like, shapes. Yeah. And super colorful. That was... That was... Didn't we watch that at school? That was like educational. I watched it at home, but that's because we only got like four channels. Maybe I watched that at home. Um, did you ever watch like, what channel was like, did you ever watch Bear in the Big Blue House? No. That was Disney Channel, I, right? Yeah. The, all their shows were weird. Yeah. Yeah, I never watched Out that. of the Box was good with the black guy and the maybe black or Asian woman. Okay. Uh, I never saw that either. I don't know what channel that was on. That feels like maybe a PBS thing. Did you, ever, did you like? Did you like Courage the Cowardly Dog? 
I think I'd like it more now. I never got it. I think I would too. I never got it. As I a think kid. it was sufficiently creepy. Yeah. And uh, I honestly, you get high and watch that right now. I bet it's pretty good. I bet it's pretty good. I bet it's fun. I have. I just remember my brother used to watch it, and I was like, "Why do you like this show? It's dark." Yeah. And I remember like watching it with him, and I was like trying to see why he liked it. Like he wasn't laughing, and like I was like, "What?" Why are we watching? What's like, the appeal? He's like, it's good. I was like, why? Why is this yeah. good? I think I think if we watch, but maybe now, he just got it because I don't know. He might have been like sixteen, and I might have been twelve. I don't know. Did you like Ren and Stimpy? <sighs> I didn't watch much of it, so. Or what was that one show? Ah, monsters. With like all the weird monster guys. Yeah, I've watched that. I never watched. I don't that. remember if I like. I don't. I never liked that kind of thing. Did you ever see Aqua Teen Hunger Force? No. With the meatball, the fr- I saw like watch- clips of like I would see like little scenes from it when I'd be over at like Darren's house, but it was funny sometimes, but it was weird humor. Yeah, it, yeah. Well, that was Adult Swim, right? Yeah. Ooh. Did you ever watch Danny Phantom? Yeah. Oh yeah. That yeah. was a pretty good little program. Danny Phantom was good. What was really good was like uh, all the made for TV. Uh, movie Scooby Doo's The Angels from Outer Space Earth Angels Aliens from Outer Space uh, What's the one where they go to the island Surfer one That like web surfing one What's the one where they go to the island And Fred fucking eats a donut I'm telling you it looks like the tastiest donut you've ever fucking... the cartoon mm-hmm. It's the tastiest looking donut you could ever yeah. see in a cartoon I'm pretty sure they go to like an island And they're just doing like a uh, I mean, kind of like a cult thing in the in the tunnels. Mm-hmm. And then they reveal the bad guy and his fucking the guy who called them there. I don't know. Fuck it's Scooby Doo. You've seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's the only one I remember. Uh, and that's how well I remember it. Yeah. There's okay. that fucking scene where Freddy eats a donut and it looks. And it looked really good. Good as fuck. You want to talk about where food looks good on a program? An extremely goofy movie. The pizza. That is a strong. That's a strong movie. Oh yeah, that is. A, I I don't think I ever saw a goofy movie, but I saw an extremely. Wait, goofy hold on, movie a hold on, hold on, hold on. In our rankings of cartoons, we didn't even get to the Looney Tunes. Did you watch? The oh Looney yeah, Tunes growing I love Looney. Up? Tunes. I love Looney Tunes growing I up. Specifically, love Tom and Jerry. Me too. Yeah. Tom and Wiley Coyote. Yeah, uh, yeah, that might have been my favorite. I mean, like Wiley Coyote. I mean that the, just some of those might surpass SpongeBob. Yeah, I mean in terms of. Overall, yeah. Plus, SpongeBob movie, Space Jam, Daffy Duck. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously an imbalance on that one. Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd. Yeah, Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd. Velma Bunny. <sighs> Lola Bunny. Lola Bunny. Velma Bunny, Bunny right? And this, or was that mix of well, Scooby Doo? I don't know. In Space I Jam? was thinking of Lola Bunny, so. But I said it, and it felt right, too, so I don't... Is there any... Uh, what's the rooster? Ooh, Foghorn Leghorn. Leghorn. I said I, I said... never. <laughs> this is a racist rooster. Boy, I said boy. Boy, I said boy. <laughs> Fog... And what a great name. Foghorn Leghorn. Bro, now, this is... Listen, Austin, I can't express to you how long... Every time I heard Sailor say Brandy, 
I thought he said, I said us a brand new. So I, I said, I said. Yeah, it always makes me think of that fucking chicken. <laughs> He's like, I said, I said, but. And then there's like, so there's Foghorn Leghorn. And then there's that tiny little bird who thinks he's tough because he's a chicken hawk. <laughs> he keeps going, you should be afraid of me. I'm a chicken hawk. But he's tiny and Foghorn Leghorn's a giant. Speedy Gonzalez, Beverly View. Ooh, I like Speedy Gonzalez. And uh, what was uh, his lazy friend's name? Slowpoke Rodriguez. <laughs> Slowpoke Rodriguez. He's a Speedy Gonzalez and Slowpoke Rodriguez. And Speedy Gonzalez. Arriba, arriba. That's, that was a good program. Then you got fucking the He-Man toughest, rootinest, tootinest oh, yeah. guy in the fucking, West. Uh, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Sam. Just shooting fucking pistols. Daffy Duck is just so much better than Donald Duck. Sylvester? Oh, dude, not even close. Daffy Duck's way better. Way better. He's pissed yet proud that he's a duck. Yeah. Which is way better than whatever Donald's doing. Like, Donald's kind of funny, but... How, here's something interesting. Both Daffy and Donald are both very angry. They're ducks. I know. But, like, in both of those cartoons, the two most famous cartoons of all time, their ducks are just pissed. <laughs> they don't got their ducks in a row. No, they do not. Who, uh, what, who you, who you picking? Looney, Looney Tunes, Tunes. Yeah, Looney all day. 100%. All day. I've I've said that since day one. Me too. Looney I'm a Tunes day one Looney Tunes guy. Yeah. Day one. Mickey Mouse is too... He's too white bread. Bugs Bunny's got an edge to him. He'll oh. dress up as a woman. He'll seduce men just to goof on him. Yeah. He fucking just runs up to Elmer Fudd with his gun and says, what's up, Doc? Yeah. Like, Bugs Bunny is badass, dude. Bugs Bunny's out there Mickey having Mouse fun. is some kind of floating on, skating on ice. He's a fucking accountant. Yeah. For a law firm. Yeah. He's a bitch. He's a bitch. He's a pencil not pusher, a dude. No. Bugs Bunny, though? He's not out there mixing it up with the locals. No. Mickey's up in his fucking mansion, fucking jerking off kids, probably. He works probably. for Disney. <laughs> Goofy, though. Goofy strong. Well, Goofy, yeah. Goofy Gorge. Was, Goofy was meant to be a Looney Tune. Yeah. He just didn't, he got the wrong memo. But instead of Looney, he's Goofy, and that's Goofy, that's okay. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with something that. Something wacky, something, something, something silly. But I... Something <laughs> Looney? Looney. Looney Tunes. Get me the Looney Tunes. That's Danny DeVito. It is Danny, it's his best role, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, yeah. Although... Mr. Swack Hammer? In my opinion... Everybody's in that movie. That's their best role. So. Agreed. Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah. Easily. Yeah. Larry Bird. Easily. Michael Jordan. Know. Easily. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. <laughs> I love movies where like a reference like that happens because it just breaks the fourth wall. It's like we're watching a kid's movie in a cartoon, but it's obviously a joke that only the adults are going to get. Bro, I remember watching that movie as a kid and... I had seen Ghostbusters, but I, it was before I could put names to faces in other movies. And I was like, why does he... I was watching my dad, and I was like, why does he say that this is Dan Aykroyd? And I'm like, that's Bill Murray. And my dad was like, well, they're, it's like, they're making fun of him because all of his other movies, Dan Aykroyd is like the guy in the movie. And I was like, that made no sense to me. Yeah. But now as an adult, that and... What kind of Mickey Mouse organization would name their team the Ducks? Ducks. They're my two favorite lines. I know. 
But that movie's full of lines. When I was a kid, my favorite line was, I found the shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I liked all the scenes with Wayne. I'm trying to think of what my favorite line from that movie was when I was a kid. Chicken and what? Collard greens? Collard. Mm, my, my favorite. favorite. <laughs> Just, I don't know. That's a great movie. And then Daffy Duck hearing the things from Michael and he goes, ah, I see. What well, about that's how it goes. Or <laughs> <laughs> when uh, Daffy Duck checks, puts his helmet on, checks his feet and goes, it's cup check time. <laughs> <laughs> that's up there. Yeah, that's a great scene. Or a great line. They're bigger. Than we used to be. <laughs> one of my favorites might be when the Sean Bradley one fucking goes, Are you okay? And then he walks into the <laughs> fucking thing and he's like, Oh, that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is Sean Bradley. <laughs> but now my favorite line is, North Carolina, that's a real fine school. Real, real fine school. <laughs> That's a fine school. Real, Real fine, fine school. Then I want to play the NBA. Then I'm going to play baseball. Just like you, daddy. Then R. Kelly just starts playing. Yeah. And he just fucking dunks. And then it breaks out of that fucking sweet just dunk compilation. That's one of the greatest like little compilations at the beginning of a movie I've ever seen. Of all time. Yeah. The Space Jam soundtrack is fucking tits, Fire. dude. That thing is money. Yeah. A to B, A to Z, start to finish. Let's go. No skips. Welcome to the Space Jam. Mexico Jones. Ooh. Mexico Jones. Hey, out of Mexico Jones. We gotta get him back on the we show. We gotta get him back on the show. Hey, what's up, fellas? There's a lot more production when we used to do the full episodes, which. Everybody, no. full episode coming out at some point. We used to have a lot more time. We wrote it about a year ago, maybe a year and a half, possibly two years. We wrote it a while ago. In Oregon, we used to have a lot more time on our hands. True that. No, I know why it's not getting done, but... uh, It's been in the chamber. It's been in the chamber for a while. Look, when you only got one, when you only got one bullet, you don't want to fucking fire that thing off too quick. No. We gotta get more stuff out. Yeah, remember when we used to write every Tuesday for three to six hours, yeah. however long it took? Yeah. That's all. And then we would record the next Tuesday, whatever the fuck we just wrote. Yep. It was fucking five hours to write, three hours ish to record, and probably two hours of editing. So there was a lot of work that went in each one. And I was watching a thing today where, and you've heard this stat already, but. The top ninety nine point like nine percent of podcasts don't make it past episode twenty. Yeah, and we sailed through episode twenty. Writing, writing, like putting, not to mention how many smoke sessions, so and coronavirus much, radio, and group pods. Yeah, yeah. God, we. 
I remember after riding nights, dude, I was just fucking exhausted. Yeah. That was way that was way harder than anything. Every time it was a riding night, it was like Buckle up, dude. Yeah. Cause it was tough. And when you would first start with a blank page for the four different commercials, it's just like oh dude, when you we're gonna first, write four when you would, fire commercials when right you now. You would write like episode twenty four and then the date and then topic one. It's like fuck. Yeah. What even what even is that? So we have to come up with the whole show, and then we have to come up with a product, and then we have to come up with four products, and then we have to come up with a commercial for each product. Well, either products or just ethereal ideas. Yeah. Just whatever the fuck, like, whatever the fuck. The legend of Eugene Puddles. Some, yeah, like, sometimes there was a theme. Yeah. I mean, honestly, most times the there cult. was a theme. There was a theme most of the time. Which is weird, like because the... we never went in with anything. No. And the commercials are all just, like, meat missile? What are we doing there? Meat grease. Meat grease. Yeah. I mean, Gary. Gary. Liquid Sack D. 15 Love. 15 Love is precious. Yeah. Worth it Turkey. Worth it Turkey is... Worth it Turkey... Okay, so we did Worth it Turkey right into... No. We did Worth it Turkey and then Liquid Sack D and then 15 Love. That was a very strong... Little run between those three commercials, those three uh, commercials. episodes. Yeah, fifteen love Gary, the one uh, about I see you sitting there on the couch. Yeah, that was worth it. Turkey, all the worth it turkey ones, all the liquid sack D games, fat blip, liquid sack D, putter McWiffle balls. We spell it out. Yep, that was the hardest thing ever. That took us twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah, that was stupid as fuck. It took us thirty minutes just to record it because we couldn't stop laughing. Well, because it was, we were across the house. It was tough. Yeah. It's a ridiculously long word to spell out in that fashion. Putter McWiffle balls. But we made it barely. barely. Literally barely. You can hear your I voice almost, starting to yeah. laugh. But that makes it even better because it sounds like you're exhausted. <laughs> I'm just like, yes! Yeah. Get out of here. You reject your own nose. Because it symbolizes the commercialism of Christmas. Well, it's time for dinner. Got a bunch of just, we're just fucking legendary folk. I know it. We're, we're just, just legendary folk. We're just out here doing the Lord's work. So true. Let's see, what kind of song do we got here? Our God is an awesome God. He reigns. I already figured it out. From heaven above with wisdom, love, and power, our God is an awesome God. We're going to start with the, uh, or we're going to go out on the song that Joe Satriani started with on his set. What about what I was just fucking acapella, I was just acapella in that. It's called Raspberry Jam Delta V, possibly Delta 5. I'm going to go with Delta 5. I think so too. He plays so clean. I know. It, it doesn't even make sense. It's so impressive. And Steve Vai was his teacher? No, Joe Satriani was Steve Vai's teacher. Steve Vai is maybe four years younger than Joe. 
What? Ah, teacher, four years difference? In high school, yeah. Oh, okay. Never the same high school? Yeah. Or like... A bunch of my favorite guitar players all grew up about the same time in the same area of Long Island. What happened? Like what? I don't know. And most of them are Italian. Checks out over here in Long Island in the 80s, 70s, 70s. What the fuck? 70s. Song grooves though. Dude, he fucking was ripping it. Yeah. It was wild. He's 67. Now, granted, Sammy Hagar was 77. He looks like Jeff Bezos. A little bit. He just wears those huge black sunglasses. Go get yourself some cheap sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> 